Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody, from sunny, cold, uh, what do you call it? Crisp, crispy on the grass this morning, Chicago. Um, crispy. I'm, crispy. Makes I forgot what it was called. Sounds frosty. Like a, sounds frosty. like a crispy cream donut, man. Exactly. The the grass in Chicago is cr- like a Krispy Kreme donut, except that it's cold and not delicious. But yes. So it um, doesn't really taste very good, and there's probably some nope. dog poop in it. And, you know, otherwise yep. it's awesome. Other than that, Krispy Kreme. Although I never like Krispy Kreme. I'm a Dunkin' Donut guy. I, every time I try Krispy Kreme, they're just a little too rich for me. I don't find me them. Me too. Me too. I'm definitely uh, Dunkin' not... first. There's a local one here at yeah. the time called Holtman's that is my favorite. But yeah. but you're right. Krispy takes it a little too far, and yet. Yeah. I remember when they when they came out and they were they were doing what would they come out for like pro election stuff or something they were awesome they've they've been on the right side of our of, of right. most cultural issues just on so, the wrong side of donuts well I, I still but like the right side of issues Damn it. I'm buying their I'm buying their fucking donuts um, yeah yeah well no it's still case. through the end of the year through the end of the year free donut every day if you show your vaccine card at Krispy Kreme that's what it was see yeah oh yeah. I just I got one and I remembered that it's too oily and I don't like it. And I was like, okay, damn. Whereas Dunkin, the best thing about Dunkin, and then we'll move on, is take a Dunkin' donut and nuke it for, you know, four to five seconds in the microwave and then eat it yes, with a fork. That, that's oh exactly right. my God. Yeah, a little oh just a, a little bit of meltage and it's oh, perfect. It's slight, oh. not too much. Oh. Yes. People Any come case, here for the donut talk, John. I don't we think come for the donut. For donut. Actually, that would be a good name for a podcast. Donut talk with John and Cliff. <laughs> That's like uh, that sounds like the SNL. Like, I love your crispy donuts. <laughs> I love your crispy. That's right. All right, your remember sweaty balls. your sweaty balls. You probably shouldn't yeah. get into that. Your sweaty balls. I love your yeah. crispy. Do- I love your frosty crispy. Alec crap. Baldwin, who's the right all. I would, is that funny? Is Alec hasn't yeah. done anything inappropriate to attack lately? Well, well, I mean, you know. In any case, so we thought we'd start today with Virginia, and then obviously we'll talk about more of the mansion craziness, but. A governor's race in Virginia today, uh, Terry McAuliffe, former Democratic governor running against Glenn Youngkin, Republican Trumper. Um, just to explain, I think, Cliff, you explained this finally because I was confused. I was like, well, McAuliffe was governor. Is he doing like a Trump? What's he doing? Why didn't he run again? They, they have the, the, the there yeah. are, if you go back goofy term limits, about, this will give you the goofy history. Yeah. If you go back about 30, 40 years, you probably could find, eh, I want to say up to a half dozen states, maybe, that had uh, one term limits. They were even more paranoid about government in one many term, states. One term, term limits, yes. Exactly. They're even more paranoid in many of the states <clears throat> uh, than they were than, than with the federal government about people serving too much time and, and accruing too much power. Um, and most of them um, – so when I worked against uh, – back in the day against Mitch McConnell, and it, it haunts me except for I met my wife. So that was nice back in 2002. Um, they had just – made that change where they just changed. They used to be a one-term state. Also, they had just said, okay, two consecutive terms now. Um, and a few others, I feel like I read Missouri did the same thing maybe in the 80s or 90s. So this used to be a thing. Well, Virginia, by some weird sort of historical accident, I don't know why they haven't gotten rid of it, uh, but they haven't. Right. I have a feeling now it's because Democrats have taken over so much. <laughs> they want to get us out after one term and have a shot again. But yeah. But it is weird. You know, it's like it's just a little weird saying leave, but you can come back in, in four years, whatever. Right. Like, it's not that um, you can't serve two terms. You just can't serve two terms in a row. So you theoretically could come back every right. other term forever. 
Let me tell you what the polls are showing, Cliff, and then maybe you can tell people a little about the history and why people are looking at Virginia as a bellwether going into next year sure. and beyond. So interestingly, I like to look at um, 538's sort of poll of polls where they aggregate all the polls. And that way, if there's an outlier – and Cliff has explained this before, but an outlier meaning a poll that's just so bizarrely errant compared to all the other recent polls that you know it's just wrong. This way, right. if they average them and, all, and, let, and it's important yeah. to throw in there. Not I don't interrupt you, but just throw this one line. The yep. right, like they have weaponized so many other things, and they've realized the PR value has purposely yeah. propped up these crazy right wing firms, Rasmussen, Trafalgar. They're just yep. absolute garbage because they know that it skews poll totals, and so yep. they try to yep. play that for, for yep. press. Okay, go ahead. So. So the the latest aggregate is Yunkin, the Republican, 47.9%, McAuliffe, 47%. Now, what is more interesting there, and Cliff will explain why this is – well, maybe why this even happened. Starting around October 21st, but really kicking in October 24th, McAuliffe, up until then, from the beginning of time until – what would that be now? A week and a half ago? No, a week ago. Yeah. A week ago. From the beginning of time up until a week ago, McAuliffe was ahead, and McAuliffe was always ahead by three points. But he was always ahead by three points. Every poll. It was right? always closer than what what elections have turned to be lately. Um, no, but wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you my question first, Cliff. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, the only thing, before you get off on that, the because the, I know you get off on polls, Um. The, uh, from the beginning no, no, no. of time until a week ago, the aggregate was always McAuliffe ahead by three. It didn't vary. There's literally this line going up and down, and it's always a three-point difference with McAuliffe ahead. Then a week ago, it starts slowly coming together. Then maybe like four or five days ago, it really starts coming together, and now Yunkin is ahead by you know by only 0.7. But, but it's troubling, and this is what I'll throw it to you, it's troubling that things started tightening a week ago because then it makes you think this Yunkin ahead by 0.7, it's momentum. But also, why the hell would the race be locked forever yeah. up until last week? Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Well, so, I mean... Why it's locked forever? I mean, obviously, that I can only say that I think people were firmly in their corners. Yeah. Um, oh, the undecideds. You, you, you usually see some, uh, and I haven't looked, so I'm I'm trusting you on this. Yeah. I would never ever it's not. The trust poll, you. It's I the poll. It's the poll of polls. So that's at why the whole I, history yeah. of it, whether you know that there was no fluctuation or any of that stuff. Oh, it's um, trust. I mean, I could even text it to you. You'll see. You're going to go. Wow, it's really. I'll text it to you while you're talking. It's really kind of amazing. Okay. It's very consistent. So, <laughs> I mean, look, this is what I'm going to say right now. It's not going to sound to anybody who listens to this podcast. It's going to sound pretty consistent with what I say all the time. 
Um, the what we've got is a situation we've got an off year election. Um, we're the ones I texted you. There you. I texted you the polls. You can look while you're talking to people. You'll see what I mean. Um, we're the, the the Democrats are in power in Washington. In most elections in the past, the you know right afterwards, the the the, the party in power in Washington lost the race in Virginia right after. It was like a 30, 40 year pattern. McAuliffe broke that in 2013 when Obama won and then McAuliffe won. Right. And part of that was it's become a much more democratic state. It has two right. democratic governors, uh, I'm sorry, senators. The Now I think there's been four democratic governors in a row, each for one term, something like that. Um, and we, in a huge election a year, <clears throat> uh, two years ago, we took back the state legislature. Um, yeah, I remember that was big. Which yeah. Had been, yeah. Yes. So it's been trending in our direction. Biden won it twice. Obama, no, no, Obama didn't win it, but Hillary won it in 16. Um, so we've won it, you know, uh, Hillary and, and Biden, I think, have both won it in a row. It's been trending in our direction. Northern Virginia, more right. diverse, well-educated whites switching to the Democratic Party. But here's where where some of the here's where my issues and things you hear me scream and yell about all the time come into play. One, right. there was what I consider to be absolute bullshit coverage of Joe Biden ever since Afghanistan. It's like right. the whole tone of coverage towards him changed. These people started saying these utterly ridiculous things. Uh, you know, you see, you see some of these reporters, Casey, whatever her name is, Hunt, who used to be at oh, yeah. MSNBC and is now at CNN tweeting yeah. out, if family leave fails, I'll make sure everybody knows blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, she doesn't mention that all 50 Republicans are- Wait, wait what was she tweeting? I'm sorry, what was she tweeting? What did she say? That, you know, so she, and this is where I can't stand reporters too. They're all objective until stuff affects them, right? Like the way we were told, a lot of the ones who were pissed about Afghanistan, because they served, they were over there and they right. knew people. Right. Like, we can't be biased. We have to be objective until, of course, it's their bias that affects them personally and stuff they right. care about. Well, Casey, you know, I get it. She actually had a, a brain tumor. Benign, oh, I about and that. had to have it removed and needed to leave. So right. I think she has understanding of this on a personal level. Right. Great. Bring that understanding to some coverage of, of these issues and why people should get family. Well, what was she doing? Criticizing you, Biden or something? Or what was she? So, yeah. So she tweeted out, and I'm surprised you missed this, John, just because it was yeah. a big, re, uh, big counter reaction. This is probably five, six days ago. I don't remember. Hmm. If the Democrats, if family leave is taken out of this bill, I'm going to go back to all those suburbanites who ditched Trump and ask them how they feel about Democrats or something of that nature. And what if you ask them how they and, feel and, about and, Joe Manchin? Well, well, but then a lot of us responded and were like, even Kirsten Cinema was for the family, the the, the paid leave part. So right. well, here's what you have. I mean, it's almost like the perfect control group, right? 50 right. Democratic senators, 49 to 50. Gee, what's that? 95% are right. in favor. 50 Republican senators, all 50 of opposed. But you're going to go now and you're going to make it about about the Democratic Party failing because one of our senators right. is an asshole. Actually, you know, I, and so this I, is the, the I give that because yeah. that is the, that has been the tone and tenor of the coverage yeah. of of the Democrats during all during all these, you know, all the debates over these bills. Yeah. Um, and that and since Afghanistan and so, you know, stuff they've put out there about Biden. I remember that one article that reporter wrote about is let, is let he, me add is one. The way he, just let me finish. Huh? Yeah, is, yeah. Is the yeah. way he grieves about his son too much. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of, I mean, right. we had Trump for four years. Is it appropriate is kind of to miss your dead writing. child this much? No, I'm not, I'm not, I always, right. And I always yeah. include the Democrats play a role in this too. Suck at messaging. Suck at telling people well, but, what but, the stakes yes. are. But what I so, want to throw in really quick too is what they're not doing, Cliff, is, and even we, we're focusing so much on Manchin. I finally started tweeting yesterday. I said, you know, let's not forget the other party 
the reason that Mansion is able to, and cinema to a degree, but the reason that Mansion is able to screw everything up is because every single Republican in lockstep has refused to even negotiate right. and has said, just said no. So let's no, see if no. I can find it right? and, and literally read to you. My but we don't even talk about the Republicans. We talk about because, Mansion well, and the Democrats. That was my tweet at Casey. Oh, that's Hunt. funny. It was. It literally was uh, a law. I mean, I'm trying to see if I can find it, but it was along the lines of, hmm. you know. Okay, so that's that's great that you're going to go talk to people about this. Are you going to tell them that uh, of the fifty, uh, forty-nine to fifty Democrats were for it, while all fifty Republicans were against it, or would that be, too, or would that not fulfill your both sides, uh, you know, uh, charge when it comes right. to? I don't remember. I said right. in better language and, and what kind of semi-viral, and, and, and we're getting that. Yeah, we're getting can that. Hear, so, can you hear the? Uh, this is just a test today. Can you hear the tornado siren? I can't. Oh, it's every first so, Tuesday of every month at 10 o'clock, the tornado siren goes off the test and it always creeps me out because I always forget about it. And I'm like, ah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, we have it here on Wednesday. Oh, it, funny, yeah, okay. we get it here on it's Wednesdays. It's a very Midwest thing. It, it, yes. We get it at noon on Wednesdays, um, every, yeah, the first one every month. So I'm just giving her as an example and the other piece, but like this has pretty much been the majority of coverage. Oh, no, it's not going to be not covered Biden mind. In, the on, context yes. of, in the context of what came before him. What's going and that has led Biden's numbers to drop. And if Biden's numbers drop and the Democrats' numbers drop, people in Virginia say, "Oh, look, I, I voted for them to do this for me, yeah. that for me." They haven't. Yeah, I mean, the, but it really, but, is, but, it, is, but also, this is our fault, Cliff. We're not. not well, let me. Really, I'm getting to that. I'm getting yeah. to that third leg of the stool because there's three, yeah. and I'll, I'll just yeah. finish it up quickly. Yeah. First leg: mainstream media fails and does objective bullshit. You know, right. half the people like chocolate, half the people like vanilla without giving any context. Second, right. Democrats fail to aggressively message and go after them. And we haven't on January 6th. We haven't on all the things we've talked about. COVID, I mean, look at what these governors have done in southern states. And they haven't gone out and to point out that your kids will have to go to school maskless if he wins. That, right. Not enough, anyhow. Two. Right. And, the thir- and that's Democratic messaging, which sucks. And the third one is the right-wing media complex, which we've also failed in any way to try to mm-hmm. regulate, to try to combat on the left. So they take things, as we know, Benghazi and and defund the police, and they turn things into issues that aren't issues. That maybe a few crazy people on the left said, or a few whatever, you know, and, and are never oh. going to become policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing they the thing they've done in Virginia is they've made it all about they're teaching you that that blacks are better than whites, and whites are guilty for everything bad. This that is ever all the critical race here. theory and, stuff, or what? Correct, and none of yes, and none of this shit is being taught in any schools. Um, and th- there's so many easy responses like, you, you know, you stand with the guys who marched with tiki torches. You stand with Donald Trump, who said Af- people are from shithole countries. You, there's so many ways to tie this guy. But they've, done, right. they've succeeded with him also in a way they haven't in all other states in that right. they put this nice, friendly-looking, moderate face right. on their right-wing nuttery. Can I, can, I, can I throw yep, in something on the, on, the, on the CR, the critical race theory stuff? What bothers me about this and is that it was funny. I tweeted about this the other day and uh, our friend Brett Duresta weighed in actually because Brett was saying – he said, no, there's – I was complaining that it annoys me. The same thing happened with uh, defund the police that we were talking about where the Republicans will attack us for something. It's usually a lie, right? And then we feel the need to defend the thing itself. So like with, with defund the police, we absolutely – the grassroots was absolutely defending defund the police, right? I mean on Twitter, everyone says, no, we were bullshit. That was all No, but the Democratic Twitter, Party right? was – you're right, some grassroots – But but with the Democratic, Democratic Party, Party we, 
the squad was absolutely defending it. I pulled up multiple after other people were saying, oh, no Democratic member of Congress. We pulled up multiple quotes from the squad. So but the problem, too, is you've also got the Democratic grassroots, which is the noise machine that was also doing it. Right. But rather than anyway, my point, first of all, on that point is they're actually defending the crazy slogan rather than saying no. In other words, rather than finding another way of saying you're full of shit, we actually end up embracing the thing they attack. Critical race theory, the same thing. Not only are people saying, which they should be saying, no one's even teaching this, but everyone's fucking defending it. And everyone's saying, well, that's just simply a discussion of racism and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, God. It, 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 let me put it this way. Also, because, you because, know what? I would put it wait, this way. Wait, 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 also- wait. Let me finish. Let me just finish this one real quick, okay? Because Brett had said – what Brett had said was, well, that's not true. You know, no one's embracing it or whatever. And – what, uh, Are you trying to do a Brett DeResta voice there? Brett, yeah, yeah, Brett. Well, I haven't talked to Brett. No, Brett would be more. Brett would be more a little bit higher and nasally. Exactly. Um, but uh, but on the CRT stuff, um, shit. No, I forget. All right, go ahead, and I'm going to jump in. I'm forgetting what I was going to say on it. Go on. It's pretty simple, though. It doesn't even matter what CRT is. If you're if you're explaining, you're losing. It's the oldest thing in politics. Well, yeah, but what do you, what's why the people on the then? left can't understand this when it comes to debating, right. which is what's the messaging? Just, though? D- d- yeah. Let them attack you and say, no, they're lying. In fact, we're not in favor of that. Here's what they're in favor of. That's how. Oh, I see what you mean. You're right. Just don't even talk about it. Say that's bullshit. You you just say, no, they're lying. Absolutely. We're not in favor of that. They're in favor of people banning, uh, uh, marching around saying, you know, with tiki torches saying Jews will not replace us. They're in favor of of assaulting the Capitol. They're in favor of kids getting COVID in school because they refuse to wear masks. That's how you do it. You don't waste your time on their stupid bullshit charge. Listen to this. This is what I used to do when I'd go on those TV debates and people acted like it was like, you know, Oh my God! How'd you do that? It's easy. Here's Don't the thing waste told your time Brett. on their bullshit. Okay, here's the thing I told Brett. I had said, "But Brett, you claim no one's defending it." I said, "Bullshit!" Because all over my Twitter, and again, my Twitter feed is a lot of important progressives. It's not just you know crazy grassroots people who nobody's ever heard of or something, right? It's it's important progressives defending CRT. But I said, Cliff, if a Democratic candidate turned around and said. Critical race theory. I think critical race theory is bullshit. It might it might even be racist. Like, I don't support that crap. Nobody supports that crap in my party. If they gave that message, boy, would people get upset. And that's what bothers me is that is that we have that right there is a sign of it. We have embraced the theory sort of as a movement, unfortunately, rather than simply left, going with your message. Grassroots to a certain degree, I'm sure has. But again, because they, they, wouldn't they flip out like, if somebody said that? They'd flip, wouldn't they? If, if the candidate who said, winning, probably, but I'd go yeah. back to winning in elections. It doesn't even matter. It's bad messaging if you're, you're repeating right. what just, they're saying. Yep. Actually, wasn't there some recent? If um, they say, if they say oh. you you like to kill small children, would you respond? Yes. No, I don't like to kill. I would say you're fucking nuts. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, and by the way, yeah. you like to assault the Capitol. You like to give people COVID so they die. You like it. That's how I would. Hate it. Listen to this. That article. I think it was Ezra Klein's. It was either the Kagan article or it was Ezra Klein's inter- interviewing that guy who was an Obama guy, but who's like a. Uh, numbers and messaging guy, whatever. But he was talking about just that point and was talking about polling numbers on the various issues. And his point was that when the Republicans force us to even discuss these issues, we plummet. And that even even sort of any whether we're responding or whether we're attacking, like all they talk about is critical race theory, we plummet. As soon as they – like immigration, no matter what is talked about, if we talk about immigration, voters hate us. Even if we just talk right. about the issue at all, it doesn't matter what we say. And that's the interesting thing with your point, which is interesting because I had sort of forgotten that is, is, is you're right. Rather than give some, I can't, I think critical race theory is bullshit. We're not even teaching it anyway. You literally sit there and go, 
I don't even know what he's talking about. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. You're lying. Just get out there that they're lying, The actual issue is he wants your kid going to school with – he wants your kid getting sick with COVID. He wants your kid killing your grandma. Friends, Abbott and DeSantis, who he said he's going to govern just like, have made – have a list ready of how many kids have gotten sick and died in those states. Florida being the number one state getting COVID infections, all that crap. Right. Like this is all – and again, like I just don't understand because I'm not a genius. I don't get what is so fucking hard about it. To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.